Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's only four words. This is something something Broncos. This one's for Pat. Let's go. Guys, this is not the song. There's only one person that carries the ball right here. Tim Tebow back in the system. Oh, oh my God. Tipper's got a touchdown. Picked off by the Broncos. The old Featuring Mike DeSico. And Jess Place. Let's go, son! Let's go! Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined, as always, by His Highness, Mike DeSico. Mike, how you doing? I've had a little bit of a cold. I'm exhausted. I don't know if you noticed this, but um, I was uh, in Colorado. I'm sure you noticed that I was in Colorado because we didn't have a podcast last week. That was part of it. But I was in Colorado, and right near the airport, there is a place called DeSico's Pizza. Have you uh, have you heard of this? People tell me about it a lot, but I think they spell it differently, if I'm not mistaken. D-E-C-I-C-C-O. Oh, they do. Okay. The com- common spelling. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's a place in uh, Fresno out here in California where I live that's D-I instead of D-E. Everybody's like, oh, my God, is that yours? I'm like, oh, my God, no, it's spelled different. There's just like a copyright claim just waiting to happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you known for any sort of uh, Italian food, uh, pizza, perhaps uh, raviolis? Um, I mean, I make a mean lasagna, but it's like it's that hard. It's not as legendary as your pot pie. Pot pie. No, man. I If I can make an ooh, Italian pot pie, note to self, Italian pot pie. That's got to be a thing. Isn't that just a calzone? I think it's this, uh, just a lot of cheese and maybe some capers. See, it's kind of it's basically a calzone. So yeah. All right. Well, that idea may. I need to workshop it some more. Okay. All, All right. right. How about them Broncos? Who are we taking in the first round? Oh my God, Mike! It's draft week. It's yeah. it's draft week, and it's going to be Awful. kind of boring because all the hype and mayhem of of the uh, opening night draft night is the Broncos aren't going to be playing. So uh, they have no picks in the first uh, two rounds. Do you, do you believe that when are the Broncos making their first pick in this draft? What round? Third round. You don't think they trade up? I don't think so. I don't think uh, so. Cause the history says Peyton has made 17 draft day trades, I believe. And he's never traded down. Um, don't quote me in the 17 part, but I know he's never traded down. I read that. You don't, you think he's standing pat. You don't think he's going to try to move up. I have no idea what they're going to do. I, I just know it's like it's not going to have all the intrigue of, you know, first round pick. It's going to be like, all right, they, they package two threes and, and move up to like 
the end of the second round or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, so yeah. if they do, it's not going to be a big deal. Like I read that, uh, you know, I was reading a lot of draft stories this week and somebody said, except for trading up for a quarterback, you almost never get your value back. You know, so if you try and trade up in the second round to draft that guard or the Broncos traded up in the second round to draft Drew Locke, um, you almost never get that value back. So I'd rather just kind of sit, wait. You know, I hate the, we're going to take the best player available, blah, 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 blah. Like, because that seems obvious. But that's definitely what they should do. There's not a single position that we don't need help at where we're not one running back away from contending. So we don't need to trade up for a running back. I I say you got to wait for the uh, draft to come to us. Take who's there. Fill holes where I'll, you can. Yeah. I tend to be upset or about the pick because for reasons, I don't know. I mean, are you expecting like uh, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, player X? Do you expect any of them to be on uh, the Broncos come uh, a week from today? I I, I think that because it's draft week, I, I don't think we move either of them. I don't think it happens. And really? like, like you said, we're not one player away. So Oh, no. So getting rid of one of the few areas where we are a little stronger than others um, in order to, to patch up any number of one of our <laughs> needs is like it's like it's like robbing Peter to pay Paul. You know, it's not because yeah, then all of a sudden receiver becomes a weakness. And, you know, with Sean Payton, who likes to throw the ball and Russell Wilson, who needs somebody to catch it. I don't know. It doesn't seem like a smart move to me, but they're inside the building. They know what they got. I don't know. So what is, what does the draft day at the DeSico household look like usually? Um, well, when I was a single dude, it was watching every single minute of it. Now it's driving kids to dance and basketball and talent shows and all that and following it on Twitter. How about you? Are you a uh, four days in front of the TV sort of fella? It used to be. It used to be. I have a buddy, uh, the, the the gentleman who does our open. Uh, he he and I would always get together for, for the Broncos draft um, for many, many years. Um, and, you know, it's, it's it's kind of a fun little party, like just getting together with friends and drinking some beers and, you know, following <laughs> the draft as people go. And, oh, you boneheads, like the Raiders, like ah, you could have had that guy in the fifth round, but you drafted him yeah. in the first. Well, I love it. I love that stuff. You know, you heard the phrase, "There's you can never have too much of a good thing. I think the NFL challenged that, and there's too much draft. It's used to be Saturday and Sunday. Now it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's too much. I can't allocate that much time of my life to the draft i don't think it's sunday i think it ends uh, thursday friday well the point is it used to be one day or two days now it's oh that was the best like you roll out of bed on saturday like especially on the the west coast it's just like you wake up and the draft would be starting like it, it would yeah be, there, and then you just much. dig I, I in for three yeah, rounds and then the rest yeah um but i remember my favorite recent draft memory i was at the swimming pool with kids, I think it was a birthday party, and oh my god, the Broncos drafted Dalton Reisner in the second round. I was so excited, and then I got the alert that we traded up and we had the next pick in the second round. And I was like, oh my god, if they draft Drew Lock here, I'm jumping in the pool with my clothes on. Holy god, holy god! And all the other parents were crowding around my phone. They were like, Drew Lock, and I tore off and dove into the pool. I don't follow college football like at all. I just don't have enough time in my life. I've had to like. Each year I whittle away another sport and, you know, I'll try to tune into the Nuggets during the playoffs. I follow them on the periphery. So I don't know who we're going to draft in the fourth round. We could be drafting like when we drafted Cortland Sutton and Justin Simmons. I had no idea who they were. 
but you can rest assured that next Monday I'll have strong opinions. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna be furious. Oh, I'm gonna like this guy. You got to you have to cut Justin Simmons to start our sixth round pick from McNeese State. You know, I'm gonna <laughs> hot. Yes, Abilene yeah. Christian. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just this draft. You hope you find some uh, depth players. You get hope that one person is your Justin Simmons and turns into a star, but you're you're drafting back of the roster guys for the most part, and it's hard to be too excited about you know our our fourth cornerback or our fifth edge rusher. It's going to be life changing. It could be, probably won't be, but it could probably be. Probably won't be. Could be. Uh-huh. I mean, we could be looking at either drafting the next Justin Simmons or the next Nick Benito. You know? Are Are you saying that Nick Benito is 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 busting out already, or? I'm saying he's been underwhelming. But yeah. I think it's too soon to say boss. I don't think he's screaming bust, but he's not screaming future star either. Yeah. So what happens when is. you don't have draft picks in the first two rounds? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not an exciting. I mean, it's exciting just because it's, you know, that, that annual tradition of uh, April draft. And it's exciting because teams are turning over and the spectacle of it all and the blah, blah, blah. But yeah. well, um, I, I think. Part of my lack of enthusiasm is also the Broncos. You know, we have a top five pick. We desperately need a quarterback. And we take Bradley Chubb, who had his Nick Benito. He's underwhelming. We turned him into a first-round pick, which was good. But I don't know. I, I Even the Patrick Sertan pick, who, brilliant player. There's so many drafts over the last seven years where you walk away as a Bronco fan going, what the hell? The one draft I think everybody excited about is we got Drew Locke in the second round and see how that turned out. And you got, you got wet with all your clothes on. Wet with all my clothes on, which, to be honest, is a well, it's more of a dampness, I should say. Um, a moistness? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a thing, you know. Um, that was the highlight of the know, Drew just, Locke era is you, you going in the swimming pool. That was it. Just, that the was Broncos, the I think, have done a lot to dampen the enthusiasm for me around the draft. And I'm not saying that the Broncos need to just be like George Lucas and just do fan service all the time, you know? Um, but it's been, when you walk away from draft after draft going, what the hell? I can't believe we did that. Why didn't we at least try to get a quarterback? I don't know. You get punched in the neck so many times if you stop uh, showing up. Well, and that's why we, why we are where we are. Yeah. Uh, is they just, Elway never made those moves and when he did make those moves they were terrible moves they were i mean the drew lock pick in the second round was the right pick at the right time you roll that dice the paxton lynch pick was the right move at the right time you roll that dice they don't always win but i do give him credit for trying paxton was a bust of the first order but the consensus was he was a good pick at that time i'd rather go down swinging is all i'm saying well so how will you feel if uh the broncos burn one of their picks um, on on a quarterback this year, I don't think that's burning. I think you draft a quarterback every single year. Really? Because we did yeah. get Jared Stidham, and we have Russell Wilson. So you, yeah, I mean that's. But who gives a crap if you spend a fifth round pick on a quarterback who could be the next Lamar Jackson? And if he's not, who cares? You draft another one in the fifth round next year. I don't know. You draft. You keep on rolling those dice until you find that guy, and we don't have that guy. So you take one, and then when you have that guy. You find somebody to sit behind him who can uh, fill in when he gets hurt. I think I think you bring in more depth at other positions. I don't think we need another quarterback this year. If if the best player that is available is a quarterback, you absolutely take him. If the best player is a guard, you don't reach for the quarterback. 
take the guard. But I I would not shy away from a quarterback. You know, this is not like Dan Reeves drafting Tommy Maddox in the first round during like Elway's ninth year. This is not that situation. So you yeah, you take a quarterback if he's the best player. If Sean Payton says he fits my system, his skills, his attributes are something I can work with, then hell yeah, you take him. You take him with your first pick if he's there, if he's that guy. I don't know. I don't I think we have more needs than than that. I think I think it's yeah. a luxury to have to carry three three quarterbacks. Well, you cut Jarsh Stidham, who who cares? But he is the secret weapon that knows how to beat the Raiders. He's gonna he's gonna he has the inside hey, knowledge. Okay, but here's the thing. He has <laughs> never once beaten the Raiders in his career. He has zero wins against the Raiders in his career. He doesn't know what he's doing. I mean, come on, that's that's true, but kind I of want... you know, that's funny. No. No. I mean it's true. <laughs> Is it true? I'm I mean, did, did he play with the Patriots the against somebody could beat the Chiefs? Well, let's start small. Okay. <laughs> we start start, small. start okay. with the Chargers, let's move into the Raiders, and then Oh, okay. Coming for you, Kansas City. No, you always draft. I mean, single most important position in the NFL, you draft them. I mean, they uh, go back to Russell Wilson. They signed, what, Matt Flynn from the Green Bay Packers because he had one good Week 17 game. They gave him all that money. They decided, what the hell, let's take this Russell Wilson kid in the fourth round, won him a Super Bowl. And now he's ours. If you see a kid like that that you think, I'm Sean Payton, I can work with this kid, I can make him something better than he is now, why wouldn't you take him? Because Russell Wilson's not going to be in this team in two or three years. Jared Stenham probably won't be either. So, of course, you take him. I don't know. I don't Just know. say I'm right, Jess. You no. Know you know I'm right. I don't want to say okay. that you're right. But I, uh, listeners, I can see it in his eyes. He's <laughs> defeated. He knows I'm right. It may, it may be the fact that I got in so late last night and then proceeded to watch the Denver Nuggets lose in overtime. I, I'm yeah. a little tired today. I'm a little tired, a little disappointed. Yeah, yeah. It's been a, it's been a rough week. I'll be honest. So we seem to agree that they just need players at every position on the field, except for quarterback, oddly, and wide receiver. We could use wide receiver help too, because was there's no guarantee that Cortland doesn't get traded in August, even if he's still disgruntled. I don't know. We still need players at every position. I agree. Receiver might be a lower priority, but if the best player in the third round is a wide receiver, you take him, right? I guess. I don't know. I It's it's so hard when we need so much help uh, 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 across every facet. <laughs> let's say, okay, so let's say Sean Payton's on the board. They have like four players who have a 8.0 rating, whatever, however they rate them, a roughly equal rating. What position, all things being equal, would you go for first? Ah, I mean, line help and secondary, like, I mean, offensive and defensive. But, I mean, you're not going to, like, it, it, when we draft, you're not going to get those impact linemen. Well, linemen, you usually find them in the third, fourth, fifth round, right? Well, I mean, you, the, the diamonds in the rough, yeah, you can find those guys. You're more likely to find a starting offensive lineman later in the draft than any other position, I believe I read. And that, what I'm trying to say is if all things being equal – take offensive linemen, take several offensive linemen, take four or five, and if one pans out, it was a good draft. I think Mike Shanahan had that approach one year, didn't he? Didn't he? He, he took cor- he took like three corners, like Delta O'Neill. Uh, and- we, we asked that to you in a uh, trivia contest. It was uh, Dominique Foxworth, Carl Pema. Oh, and Darren Williams. That's right. Darren Williams. There you go. Yeah. And, well, but he, I think he did it. He did it that time, and I think he did it. Didn't he do it with uh, Delta O'Neill and 
Oh, who are the like? Then there were a bunch of others that did. Well, the Redskins did it with uh, RG three and Kirk Cousins. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I think all things being equal, if there's you know a cornerback, a safety, an offensive lineman, and a running back, you take the offensive lineman. But that's me. A tackle, a center, whatever you got. Well, what what do you think is our area of most need? Offensive line. So you would so you would take if Peyton and Peyton, uh, but not Peyton. But not Peyton. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if they go very deep on offensive linemen, you'd be okay with that. Just if the entire, the like all five picks available, or whatever. If, if I mean, I hate that cliche, the best, take the best player available. But if those are the top players on their board who fit their scheme, who have the attributes their system needs, then yes, take, take them with your first three picks. I don't care. I want good players that fit the scheme. I don't want to say, well, we drafted two offensive linemen. We think this kid could be a star. But we need a linebacker, so we're going to take Joe Smo from you know in the fifth round. You can find a linebacker who can play special teams in uh, free undrafted free agents. After well, and that's that's the other part that's probably most exciting is we we're going to probably get a starter from the undrafted free agents. Like we okay, that is I our that is our history. At least, Ooh, let me ask you a question. Yes, I about this weekend. What if third, fourth, fifth, whatever round you want to pick, the best player available is a kicker? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I say go yeah. for it. I I I got to tell you, um, uh, McManus. I losing. I'm not shot. in love with with uh, McManus and the Gooch. He's he's a guy, you know, and he seems to be a good dude. He's been a good kicker, but he's just a guy, and he believes in his abilities beyond his abilities. He does, and I don't know what we're paying him, but a rookie kicker or you know, a kicker who was in camp last year with the Steelers or whatever, you can get for a fifth the price. I'm just saying he's not irreplaceable. If you find a better kicker this offseason, that's cool. I say go for it. Why not? I, there's nothing. Yeah. I mean, outside of a quarter, I just, I just, I, I don't know why I'm picking this hill to die on, but I just think it's a waste of a pick to go a, a, a quarterback after you get Stidham and you already have Wilson. Like that's kind of A and B. I can see that, but let, you're in the third round. The highest-rated player is a quarterback. You pass up your highest-rated player to take somebody else. I'm not saying you reach for a quarterback. If your highest-rated player is a quarterback, as a cornerback or a safety, you don't reach for the quarterback. But if the guy you had as your top guy after those first-tier, first-round guys is sitting there, you'd be doing your franchise and yourself a disservice not to take him. Yeah, but you could end up with the next ripping. <laughs> you could i mean yeah so all right so you save save the money and you get rid of stidham i guess but or I don't you know. stash him on the practice squad you keep a third quarterback active i don't know i'm just saying if the best player there's a quarterback you're dumb not to take him and in the seventh round if there's that little quarterback from you know whatever podunk state university that you think i like this guy's footwork maybe he can be something Take him. Put him on the practice squad. See what happens. If it doesn't work out, who cares? Find somebody else next year. That's okay. that's my philosophy. All right. I'll allow it. You can either it. agree with it or you can be wrong. I don't care. All right. Who, in your estimation, what position will the Broncos draft in the third round to begin their back. draft? A running back. My guess is they're going to draft running back and offensive line are the two positions I think they'll do. 
anyone in particular you have your eye on or are we still are we still in the war room are we still in the war room trying to figure out it just according who... to my sources jess um it's, it's still in last, flux it's the last name i saw on twitter is who i think the broncos should take excellent that, you uh, know, i i mean i'm not i'm not a scout i'm not a, a youtube jockey i'm not a college football i'm fan. not chris hart yeah um i look who the broncos drafted and then i read up about him i watch highlights which of course you make this guy look like an all-world player and then I offer a hot take. I mispronounce his name, and then I get out. There you go. There you go. You, remember, the Broncos got two running backs uh, through free agency. Yeah, they got the uh, guy from the Bengals and Samaji Perrin, Saints guy. And then it, yeah, I think it's a Saints guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, first of all, I saw the stupidest thing on Twitter today. Somebody saying uh, a story saying the Broncos should uh, just sign Philip Lindsay and save the draft pick. Can we all just move on from Philip Lindsay? There's a reason he's bounced around every team in the league and he's in the XFL. I get he's from Colorado and he has cool hair, but can we just move on? I do like his hair. It, well, I think he cut it too, but the point is- Oh, he cut it? All right, yeah, let's move on. His sister got mad at me on Twitter once. No, she got she gets mad at everybody on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, so I'm part of the club. Yeah. But I don't know, He's there's, there's, there's still Trevor Simeon truthers out there, but there's a reason- Nobody wants to start him or keep him on the roster for more than a year. He was a good player here for a couple of years, but that ship is sailed. His time is gone. Move on. Draft somebody new. I think we should bring back Salvin Young. That boy was going to get 2,000 yards, remember? <laughs> That's right. That's remember, right. That was his goal. He's like, I want to get 2,000. Well. Salvin Young, kids. Look him still up. Still time. Still time. Well, Mike, this I think is the end of this week's Something Something Broncos. When you hear from us next, we'll have a full bevy of draft picks to discuss, uh, the the unsigned, undrafted college free agents. uh, We'll have those to talk about. And uh, what's also exciting is I I have a feeling that the Broncos are going to want to make a little news before uh, before the draft because there are no draft picks in that first day. So um, predictions. My prediction, we get the, the alternative uniform before the draft. That's my prediction. You get an alternate uniform before the draft? Yes. Okay. What about player most likely to be traded and player you most likely want to have drafted? I don't have any player that I am dying to have drafted, um, okay. like you. I. <laughs> it's, we are so deep in the draft before we pick that uh, it could be anybody, and I'm not going to waste the stomach acid getting excited or disappointed over anybody at this at this point. Um, I will let the scholarly pundits do that for me in the seconds YouTube following. Jockeys. Yeah, exactly. Um, trades, I, you know, y- you did say that the wide receiver could be could be moved um, later. Later, I don't like. I, I don't know. D- Deshaun Hamilton, maybe. Like, I don't know. I, I don't think he has any value. But uh, no. if you're gonna why if you're gonna move someone, a, move. Why would anybody move give even a seventh round draft pick for him? Well, because uh, you know. Uh, no, I don't. He made that catch. That he's one. unreasonably loved like he's done something and he's not done anything. Here's the wild card. <laughs> I'm going to toss a wild card. How do you card feel? You How do you feel? Well, I'm a realist, man. What's he done compared to the hype he gets on online? Here's my prediction. If it, if it happens, I'm a genius. Justin Simmons gets moved. You think? Justin Simmons, I know. I feel like he's been unhappy. He's the sort of player that have extreme value to uh, other teams. I could see it. He's a blue chip, and he could, he could give him some flexibility in the draft. I'm saying Justin Simmons gets traded. All right, what is what is his trade value? What would you what would you say would be fair for Justin Simmons? It depends on the team because he's worth whatever somebody's willing to pay. 
Late first, early second? Second and a third. Maybe. I can see that. Three third round picks. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Easily move back up, up to a second. First round pick, you know, that's. I don't think a first. Well, I, just, I just. Players, it's like one super player. One suit, one mecha player. Yeah. yeah. Um, I could like see Voltron. it. Voltron. It'll be Voltron. Well, let's see how it pans out. I mean, a week from today, we'll be right here recording another episode of your favorite show, Something Something Broncos. Dress as always. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. You're my boo. For Mike DeSico, I am Just Place, and thank you for listening. Uh, part of the Fans First Sports Network. Make sure you like and subscribe wherever yeah, you get your podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Jezru and me at Mike DeSico. Common spelling. Pot pie. Pot pie. Pot pie.